Trubisky, play action, to the end zone, touchdown Bears, Anthony Miller. And this time he's going to go down, it's going to be picked off by Mack. Mack with the interception, and Mack will take it all the way in for a touchdown. How crazy was that? Second quarter. Popped up in the air. Intercepted. Eddie Jackson. Jackson is still going. Another defensive highlight. Touchdown Bears. Cohen from his own 40. Going the wrong way. Now he's really going the wrong way. Trying to reverse field and look at this. He's got some blockers now. He was going the right way. Cohen all the way. Touchdown Chicago. And go Bears. That's right, Mike Ditka and go Bears. Mostly trash is back. Smitty is back with the new co-host. I will say this. From my feedback from multiple listeners, my best guest in the Ooh. history of Mostly Trash, now co-host for the f- special four-part Bears-related podcast, which we will be called Brews and Bears. Talk to us, co-host. What's your name? Dog coming at you. Bang, bang. So from, from the Roscoe Village, where Blake and I are recording live. Roscoe Village. That's Live from that the second is? floor of, our cr- of my crib. <laughs> So live that we both had anxiety about his wife being in the room and we made her go in the other room. She's 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 in the office watching the v, the VMAs or some something like that. <laughs> but but the name Brews and Bears, it can go two ways. It can either be Brews and Bears because we're drinking brews while discussing bears. And white claws. Or it can be Brews and Bears because the Bears D is gonna be bruising. Wow. Offenses throughout the NFL this year. A little uh, double entendre there. Yes. So, I reached out to Evan a couple weeks ago. I said, hey, we should do a weekly podcast about the Bears. Because I know you guys are dying for some new mostly trash content. You're not. Good content. Good content. Quality content that's listenable, not three hours long. If you don't like it, though, there's millions of other pieces of content out there. There is. Don't listen. There's So... Evan, Evan's given me the most constructive criticism. Hey, I like your stuff, but if it's too long, no one wants to listen. So I, I reached out to Evan. I said, what do you think about doing a weekly Bears podcast? And he said, I would love to do a Bears podcast, but I think we should do it quarterly. So here we are. So every four games, we're going to release a podcast. So this one is the precursor. We're going to go over the first four games, right? The next podcast we're going to review the past four games, and we're going to predict the next four games. And down the line, we're going to do the same thing. So after that, the week after that, we're going to review our predictions and predict the next. And, and if all goes well, Which we'll have more than four podcasts because we'll be playing into February. Oh. And we'll I, hopefully eventually be reviewing the Super playoff Bears, games. Super Bowls. Playoff games. Super Bowls, Super Bears. I forgot about playoff games. So this could extend to be five, six. So if we, when it goes to playoffs, we're going to do them weekly, right? Sure. I'll commit to weekly if we get there. My question to you is, are you going to go to the the games? Uh, playoff games? Yeah, home games. If I can weasel my way into them, I'm, I'll go. So what we're going to try to do for you guys, do we say Wednesdays? Uh, release? Yeah. 
we're gonna Wednesdays try to, or Thursdays. We're going to try to get these out. I think Wednesdays would. I think Wednesdays would work best. So Wednesday, you're in the middle of your week. You're kind of over last week. You're getting ready to you're submit. Ready. You're getting ready to submit your confidence pools for the week, which are usually due on Thursdays. Exactly. And uh, we'll get you your Bears pick. Guaranteed to be right. So of course, sixty percent of the time. <laughs> uh, and we're going to do a little friendly competition each week. So what we're going to do is we're going to predict each game, right? Um, and how we're going to do it is we're going to pick each game. I'm So here's the thing. I'm a Bears fan. I say that with air quotes. You can't see. And Evan is a Bears fan, if that makes sense. I kind of like the Bears. I'm a realistic sports fan. I'm not a huge Bears fan. I'm not a blowhard. I will tell it like it is. For instance, for example, last year, I thought Trubisky was at best average. Played below average the entire season. I'm a Bears fan, like Blake said, but I'm a realistic sports fan. So, so like, I'll tell you right now, Cubs, probably not a playoff team in my eyes. If they go to the playoffs, great. Not good enough team to, to take home to take home the trophy. No, not even close. Not even close. So, I'll tell you that. So, uh, you know, I'm just trying to give you a basis for how I'm going to for how I'm gonna gauge games here. Very good team last year. Toughest schedule in the NFL in 2019, so we got a we got an uphill battle, and I think we we got a perfect match of I mean, we're we're on the same page in terms of how we look and watch the game and evaluate the game, but my heart isn't necessarily in the game as much as Evans is, so he's going to be much more passionate. So his weekly reviews they're going to be volatile. Yeah. I will ride the roller coaster for sure, especially the latest week in that batch of games if it was a loss evan's going to be he's going to be yelling i don't know if you guys follow evan on twitter what's your what's your handle uh i don't know let me look i'll get back to you so follow evan on twitter he's going to get you is his handle now if you I try not to tweet a lot though i don't like when he tweeting, does tweet, but when i get pissed off enough about, about the cubs, cubs and it's i don't ever tweet anything good about the cubs only shit that pisses me off and it's super awesome and super i feel like they underachieve so it's, it's at e underscore Devo two. Okay, so follow Evan there, or don't. I don't really care. Just follow him. Give him a couple more fouls. He's the poor guy. Only has fifty five. But that's, that's, that's so you'll know you'll get you'll get straight from the heart. He'll be heated. We've had we've had arguments our whole life about sports. We've been yelling at each other for 20, 20. 20 years. No, no, fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yeah, but I don't think we're gonna be yelling at each other. I think we're not if all goes well. If all, if all goes, goes well, we'll be cracking a bunch of beers. That's true. So what we're gonna do is each game we're gonna pick the games, and obviously there's four games. We're gonna have some some difference in who picks what or whatnot. So the winner, if you pick the right winner, you're gonna get two points. And every week or every podcast, we're going to do a pick to click for every game. And if you get that pick to pick to click right, you're getting three points. Also. Uh, this was Evan's idea, which is very, very incredible. That's why he's a great co-host. On top of pick to click, you're getting, we're going to do pick to dick, who potentially will be dicking over the, uh, dicking yes. over, potentially dicking over the Bears. Hopefully the so, Bears won't be losing, so but there's always that guy year. that almost dicks you over. Right. So we're going to come up with a point to point to dick, like Cody Parkey when we beat the shit out of the Lions. Yes. But he doinked, what was it, three field goals? 
in yeah. one game. Yeah. Well, a couple extra points in a yeah, field goal. Yeah. So three kicks yeah. and then obviously the Eagles. So that would have been a perfect point to point to dick. Yeah. Are we doing point to dick or pick to dick? Pick to dick. Pick, pick to dick. dick. Either Not way, so the reason you I could point to I could point to my dick. Yes, yeah, so you can point to your but dick. But we're doing pick to dick. Pick to dick, yeah. So scoring's gonna be two points, pick to click's gonna be three points. And point pick to dick is one point. So ultimately, the because pick. we don't want anybody to dick. No, we do. We not. want everybody to click, but, but there will be dick. We really do want to have some sort of potential tiebreaker, because the loser for the entire season, obviously, the person with the least amount of points, is going to have to do something embarrassing. And we thought about it earlier for two minutes, couldn't come up with anything. So the next episode. We will have that for you, and we'll keep you up. After week four. After in week advance four? of our week five podcast. No, 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 no. We'll have it next week. Or next episode. We'll, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's our next episode. episode. Yeah, yeah, after week four. So that's our second. Work. So that's how the scoring is going to work. Now that you guys are introduced to Brews and Bears and how it's going to run for the next fucking six months. Is that right? Thank God. Jesus. Football is back, baby. So we're going we're gonna to go over the schedule, and then we're just going to you know gloss over it. We'll come back on our picks for the first four, four yes. weeks. Yes, we will. But right now, we're just going to go over the schedule, and we're going to... We're not going to do picks to click and picks to dick for the first four weeks. Yes, we are. We need four weeks just for the season to kind of settle in. Right. We can't... We're not going to make picks to click and picks to dick this podcast, because imagine, you know, picking that for week four. I mean, if we would have recorded this podcast yet. last week, we could have... We could have... Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we wouldn't be picking Andrew Luck to click or Dick because he's not on the Bears, but we could have. But and it's something who knows, in that, that could happen to the Bears tomorrow. Someone could get hurt. Is there, are they playing tomorrow? No, I'm tomorrow. saying somebody could retire tomorrow. Sure, sure. So, okay. So the schedule, the schedule. As for the schedule. And if for those of you who don't know, forget what media source came up with this, but the Bears technically on paper have the number one hardest schedule in the NFL. And so keep this in mind. You know, the Bears go 12-4 and four last year. Everybody's on their high horse. The Bears played a last-place a last place schedule last year. Did they really? Yeah. They were last place. When you're last place in the in your division, you play a last-place oh, yeah. schedule. Good point. The Bears are now first playing place a first-place schedule, and they are playing six of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah. Okay? Technically, four of the teams that they play are in, top, in the top five in power rankings in the NFL. So, we've got week one. At home against the Packers. Running it the back. The Fudge Packers. Just same as last year. Running it back, yep. A- Aaron coming to town. Yeah, he should probably call his mom for once. Yeah. <laughs> We've and got week two. Potential trap game. It's all I'm going to say. In Denver at the Broncos. My question to you is, you said you said trap games. Do trap games exist in the NFL? Yes. No. Okay. Well, you disagree? Yeah. I'm going to come at you with a stat. Okay. Since 2001, mm-hmm. Denver's 19-1 and one at home the first two weeks of the year. Okay. That's Something not- about that warm weather altitude in Denver early on in the season. And in all time, so that so 2001 is when they built the new Mile High Stadium. Sure. All time, there's something like 49-8-2 at, at home the first two weeks of the year. That's not a trap. That, tra- that game, is a trap. Trap game is... It's college football based, and it's it's specific to college football. A trap game, by definition, is you're looking you're looking forward to the week after instead of the current game that week. I think a trap. I think if I were to Google trap game, it would extend beyond college football, and it would extend beyond advancing a week. It's just a game that people think is a 
on paper, a, a it's walk, a walkthrough. A walkthrough maybe, maybe in the NFL, it would. Either way, we agree on the premise. You sure? Can, if we want to get into fucking verbiage about this, right, right. We can uh, do that later. So it's a it's a tougher game than you would sure. expect because it's early in the season and they're week three quality in the week couple, three first couple weeks. On paper, should go in there and beat the beat the doors off the Redskins. Well, okay, on Monday Night Football. Who's even starting for the Redskins? Case uh, Keenum. Yeah, Case Keenum. Alex Smith literally broke it's his dead. head. And Dwayne Haskins stinks. <laughs> yep. Unless it's uh, Michigan. Week four at home versus the Vikings. I'm extremely excited about this game. Well, I'll be going to week one against the Packers too, of course. Yeah. Um, but I do have tickets to the Vikings game. The reason that I'm excited about that is because still warm weather in Chicago, late September, and it's a rare 325 start at home. Normally nice. we only get those when we go play an AFC team. Yep. We got a 325 start at home. So that means tailgating starts a little earlier, but you can still get all your tailgating in. Sure. Still get home early enough to get to bed and get to work on Monday. That's yeah. week four at home versus the Vikings. Okay. Division. Uh, Is that the first division? No, second division game. Second division game. Then we go to That's London you. and play the Raiders. Ooh. Then we're on a bye week six. Okay. Then we've got the Saints at home. Okay. This is where it gets tough. It gets tough, this but what I'll tell tough. you, so we got those six tough games. Mm-hmm. Four of the six are at home. Okay, so and we got this and keep keep going. Oh, we got the Saints at home. Yep. Week eight, we got the Chargers at home. Chargers at home, coming from the West Coast, playing yep. a noon game. Yep. We then have the Eagles on the road. Tough. That's a tough one. Yeah. Everybody's sucking the Eagles' dick this year. Everybody. It all depends on Carson Wentz and whether he stays healthy. Yeah. Week ten, we've got the Lions at home. I'll be at that game. Sunday, okay. November 10th. Week 11, we've got... This is our other hard game on the road. We're in L.A. at the Rams. Hmm. The, or the Lambs, as I like to say. The Lambs. Then we got week 12 at home versus the Giants. Remember, we lost a yes. brutal game. Chase Daniel. At New York. We were all actually in Nashville, Nashville at the time. Yeah. Yep. Drinking our little tuckuses off. It was a great great environment great game to watch. It was unfortunate, the events that Terrible. happened. Yeah. Terrible. 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 Matt Nagy should have just handed the ball off a couple more times. Remember, he tried to do that like fake handoff thing, and it was just went south. Classic. That's what he did all year. So week thirteen, we get another Thanksgiving game at the Lions. Thank God, I love it. Some people are like, "Oh, I hate when my teams play on Thanksgiving or I, Christmas." It's awesome. I love it. It's the best. What would you not like about it? It makes the already amazing day fifty times better. Right. Right. Yeah. Some people are like, "Oh, the Bears win. are going to play on short rest." Well, I will say this though: we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I was super upset. That they're playing at Detroit again on Thanksgiving because I was hoping to have a double dip, a Michigan game on a Saturday, and a Bears Lions game on a Sunday. That'd be nice. Yeah, Next year you could go to that. Next Cause, year cause maybe because you, you, you live could, in you a could all, You guys could all come for that. You live in a squared. You guys could all come from that. That's a that's a that's a that's a bro weekend. Yes. So, Although I can't do Thanksgiving without my fans. That's what I'm saying. Like, if not Thanksgiving, that's oh, what I'm saying. I gotcha. wish it wasn't. Gotcha. This Sunday after. Yes. yes. Saturday. Take Black Friday off. Come do some Black Friday shopping in no, a no, 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 no. I said I, I, I hate that this is happening on Thanksgiving. I wish just, oh, just the Lions played the Bears on the Sunday at home. We got a little sidetracked there, but that's okay. So, week fourteen. Okay. We come back home and we've got the Cowboys. We're now into December. Yeah. Cowboys this are a is... dome team. Chicago could be shitty. Yeah. Also, you know, gotta make sure Eddie Pinero's got his shit together. Who knows? Is Zeke playing? 
Who knows? Zeke's a dickhead. Is so. Amari Cooper's plantar fasciitis still acting up? So so then after Tune that, in. week 15, we travel to Green Bay and play the Packers December. I think it's like 15th. Book ending. Then we've got the Chiefs at home Ooh. in the middle of December. Thing is, though, the Chiefs are used to playing in free. Yeah, it gets cold in Kansas still City. still going to be a 45 really to 42 game. City, really cold. Same and then weather. we finish the year on my birthday in mini in Minneapolis at at the Vikings. Okay. So that's the that's the spread. Super tough. Again, we've got six tough games. Those games are the the Saints at home, the Chargers at home, the Eagles on the road, the Rams on the road, the Cowboys at home and the Chiefs at home. Yeah, I would say And then you factor in obviously the Packers and the Vikings. That's a brutal schedule. Yeah. And that that trap and I do my air quotes cuz yeah, we I are disagree. In trap um, at the Broncos. I would say the the burger of that schedule Super fatty. It's a quality meat there. It's a fucking tough six games, six game stretch there. Do you agree with that? It's tough. Yeah. You There's, go Saints, Chargers, Eagles, Lions, Rams, Giants, Lions. That's more than the burger. Right. Also, traveling to London never easy. No. Never For both easy. Teams. Yeah. And actually, the Raiders have done it in the past, Multiple right? So times, they're yeah. used to it. Yeah. Potentially, there might be some home turf type of. So, so that's what we got form. for the sketch. Yeah. As far as the division goes, what tough, do you think? Tough division. It, it's always a tough division. So interesting, interesting fact is Vegas has the division close. The Bears are favored to win the division 7-4 to four odds. Okay. But the Vikings are right at 9-5. to five, Okay. And the Packers are 11-5, and then the Lions are 12-5. The Packers are third, huh? Yeah. Everybody's, like I said earlier, everybody's on the Vikings. They yeah. like them. And I, and I mean, they went through some injuries last year, but... Yeah, Delvin Cook. Xavier Rhodes, Anthony Barr. Wait, was was Cook last year? No, Cook was the year before. Yeah, but he was, like, not the same in the beginning of the year last sure. year, and then he turned it on, like, midway through the season. Yeah. And then they had, dude, Anthony Barr, stud, was yep. hurt. Yeah. Xavier Rhodes got hurt. Yeah, and, and Kirk Cousins is, like, the most puzzling quarterback in the world because you look at his statistics... And on paper, he's a guy that's super efficient, completes 60% of his passes, has a 4-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio, but he has like a well, 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 well. He's like 2-in-fucking-30 like against winning teams. Yep. Which is insane. But also, in those games, he doesn't play horrible. So it's, it's like I said, puzzling. It's super weird. So, so this is a little off track. Okay. But because you brought up quarterbacks... Did you see the Pro Football Focus 2019 starting quarterback rankings? No. If you want to talk about puzzling. Yes, please. Okay, so I'm so going to go. And what is this based on? But apparently it's based on. Last year's. Let's see. Play in this. Pro Football Focus. Right here we go. They're just going to tell us. Okay. Right on their website. Perfect. They're based on grading every player on every play and tapping into multiple years of data to project future performance. Sure. It's beyond just last season's performances, and the grading works to isolate each quarterback's performance from that of his supporting cast, hmm. making for more effective projections. So I'm going to read them, and we're both going to look at each other, I know, when we start feeling like it gets a little puzzling. Okay. Tom Brady, number one. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees, number two. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, number three. Yep. Those are tier one quarterbacks. Tier two quarterbacks, quarterbacks who can move the chains and take care of the ball, more likely to elevate teammates and achieve top-end production, Before you say even anything, with lesser supporting casts. Let me try to guess on who's going to be here. Okay. Russell Wilson. He's in it. Ben Roethlisberger. He's in it. Carson Wentz. 
He's not in it. He's not? Deshaun Watson? He's not in it. Oh, wow. They're taking their inefficiencies and potential injuries out of it. Uh, I don't even know, then. Okay. Number four is Aaron Rodgers, which is weird that he's not tier one, in my opinion. Whatever. Number five, classic Andrew Luck. See ya. See ya. Uh, Number six, Russell Wilson. Number seven, Matt Ryan. Number eight, Big Ben. Number nine, Philip Rivers. And number ten, Baker Mayfield. Ooh. Baker. Already top ten. Had played, what, 14 games last year? Moxie, baby. Okay. Moxie, so Baker is he's got talent So now. Baker's top 10. Weird to me, but whatever. Tier 3 quarterbacks. Volatile or conservative quarterbacks whose production rely even more heavily on supporting cast and play calling. Tier 3 quarterbacks can post top 10 production in any given year in the right situation. 11, Carson Wentz. I don't know how you don't have him above Baker, but whatever. Injury. Deshaun Watson. Jared Goff. Kirk. Cousins, mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, interesting. Cam Newton, yeah. Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. Evan's looking at me like, is Mitch hasn't been fucking mentioned yet? Are you he serious? Has, and there's been a lot of guys. Jameis, this is where shit gets absolutely. Jameis. This is where especially. This is where shit gets absolutely, in my opinion. Okay. Tier 4. And Quarterbacks is- with more question marks, either due to a lack of experience seeing them perform at a high level in the NFL, or due to volatil- volatility when given extended opportunities to play. Number 23. Kyler Murray. Hasn't played a snap in the NFL. And he's 23, ranked above a, a quarterback who has... He's been to the Eight. playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Number 24. Nick Foles. Guy won a Super Bowl. Okay, I Nick get Foles it. should be probably yeah. the other tier above that. But but Kyler's up there. Yeah, Number 25, Sam Darnold. Zero respect to Mitch. Here's where my passion comes in a bit. I'm not saying that Mitchell Trubisky should be up in the ranks of Deshaun Watson or any of the or Baker or any of these guys. But these couple guys in this tier four have proven zero. Literally, literally Kyler squat. zero. Uh, Nick Foles has proven. So Sam Darnold, Nick, I think Nick Foles should be in the tier above. Agreed. Right? Sam Darnold, I think. Is I have horrible. no problem if you really want to put if the I wouldn't, but I have no problem if Pro Football Focus put Mitch in tier four, but you put him above Kyler Murray. You put and him Sam at Darnold. one. You put him at one because hit hit the definition of of tier four is legitimately Mitch Trubisky's game. Yeah. Right? It's that's his yeah. ultimate like he's it's question mark because he hasn't played enough games. So, this, so that, again, the other. it's Kyler, Nick Foles, Sam Darnold, then Mitch at twenty six. The only guys in back of Mitch in this entire ranking are Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco, Eli Manning, Case Keenum, Josh Rosen, and Josh Allen. So a bunch of washed up vets. Or, or super unproven yeah. people who can't throw. Yeah. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. So that was definitely off our plan, but no, just like you great. were talking about, that was great about about uh, Kirk, Captain Kirk, and yeah. thought that those grades were just insane. And it goes beyond. It, to me, it goes beyond the Mitch thing. I was shocked to see Baker top ten. I love Baker, both like on the field and off the field. But like, first of all, he's unproven. Everybody's sucking the Browns' dick. And yes, on paper, more talent in the world on that team. Right. But you've got to prove that you can win a game. I want to see that team. I will believe I'll believe in the Browns when I see it. 
sure. when they're faced with a situation a game that, where they have yeah. to win and it, it yeah matters. in late December or even like an early playoff game until that happens don't don't talk to sure me. so I, I pulled up Baker's numbers and Baker started 14 games he had as good of stats as Mitch 13 games yeah the and same he, stats they're yeah. the same 27 tutties 14 picks yeah. I think Mitch had 24 tutties 12 picks but he ran in I think 3 or 4 touchdowns yeah so like to me they're very similar I think Mitch played what because he missed... He missed two games. Two games, 14. so he played 14 games. Because they played the same amount. But I will say this about about Mitch. Six of those touchdowns were in one game. Yeah. If you take away that no, I that Buccaneers game, who was the worst fucking def- defense, pass defense no, in the league, he's he was That's the knock on Mitch. Average. Is like you, you can't have a quarterback who one game is going to throw you six tutties, and then the next game is going to throw you one touchdown and three picks. Yeah. Right? Like... That those swings, I mean, that's the exact reason that I literally can't even enjoyably watch the Cubs anymore is I cannot watch my team hit 10 home runs one game and then get one hit the next game yeah. and score zero Specifically, runs. like... You're not going to win. You're not set up to win games consistently and win a division, a conference championship, and a Super Bowl World Series in that way. I think that the media is definitely pounding off and has a hard on for Baker because of his his moxie, which I one of my favorite terms ever. I just love it. And it sounds kinda it sounds kinda it, it sounds kinda, kinda like Kirk, Kirk Herb Street esque, like just overuses it. And the fact that he is, you know, self made, a grinder who was a walk on twice to be a Heisman winner. Oh, to, I love when, he, when he gets any sort of success he is in the top fucking, you know. I have nothing against Baker. I actually would love to see the Browns, like, go to the same Super Bowl. Same. But, like, I'm just not going to. But you I know what I mean. Be, like, just, just as, because as he one had. one of my favorite sports radio talk guys says, Tom Waddle. Yeah. I will be late to the Cleveland Browns party. Yeah. There are certain parties I'm, I'm early to that it. you I'm just got to be late to because, sure. like, they've just proven time and time again that every time you want to be early to their party, they crash the party early. Yeah. And I will be late to that party and I'm fine with it. Hmm. I'll tell you this. I use them in Madden. I picked up Madden a couple weeks, a couple days ago. They're my team. Boys right, got so back to, back to the division. Yeah. So what do you think about the Packers? Packers? My hot take is, I tweeted this, I think the Packers are going to be the laughing stock of the league. Not the laughing stock of the league, but they're going to be a huge story. Wow. They're going to be the talk of the league because of the butting heads of... Aaron Rodgers and the new head coach by week eight. And they're going to be underachieving, and that's all people are going to do. I think they're going to underachieve again, but I would be appalled if they're the laughing stock of the league. I would, so I don't think I'll take Aaron Rodgers. I'll take back laughing stock of the league. It's going to be the talk of the talk of the league. They may be, they, they'll probably be 500, maybe a game over, game under. So that's my, my prediction is that they're 8 and 8. They're Aaron Rodgers. Has an, an unreal season. Yeah. But like, unreal season, how? In comparison to last year with his pick to interception or pick to touchdown ratio or like 40 touchdowns. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to pass for like 36 to 38 touchdowns, have very minimal interceptions, and keep them in games. They 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 improved their defense. They did. They they retooled the shit out of it. But either way, and, and the thing is, they've got they've got um 
Devontae Adams, who's a bona fide stud. He was on my fantasy team yeah. last year. It's like a joke how good that Outside guy is. Outside of him, though. Yeah. Geronimo Allison. Yeah. Uh, uh, ILL. ILL, baby. Who? Geronimo Allison. Yeah. Illini. Yeah, that's where he went. Yeah. And then they got. Uh, Marquez Valdez. And they got Saint, Saint, what's his name? St. Brown from Notre Dame. He's out. He's out? Year. What? Broke his ankle. Fuck. When? Last week? This weekend. Jesus. They're in their preseason Jimmy, game. They still got Jimmy Graham. They're in their preseason game in Canada on the ADL. Oh, yeah. Field. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Graham. At Quinnemus St. Brown. You know where he went to school? Notre Dame, baby. That's right. Jimmy Graham, who's still washed up. Could have a bounce back year, though. And and I think that. I think I drafted Aaron him Jones the past two years. Yeah. And he was hurt last year. That's huge. I think they'll be 8-8, eight and eight, maybe even 9-7. and seven. Okay. I think they'll be... Eight and eight, or they'll be fucking fourteen and two. But, but far from the laughing stock, laughing stock of the league. Like I said, to me, that was like that was a bad. They'll be the top story because every the media blows anything Aaron Rodgers does, fucking through the roof, and their fucking whatever it is is going to be talked about. Side Do you agree stories. with that? Yeah. yeah. Side story: I was on a golf trip this weekend, and we golfed at a course on Saturday morning, and. Green Bay, Wisconsin. It was actually the home course of the Packers. And on the tee, on the first uh, tee, the, the starter guy said that uh, Aaron Rodgers actually lived in the subdivision that we were golfing in. So it was a it was a tough decision not to go find his house and fuck with it a little bit. Take so, a take a big old dump right on the. So porch. they took a shit on every person's fucking backyard. Just yeah, yeah. just in case. I, I didn't take a shit on anybody's backyard. I hit a lot of balls into people's backyards. Well, yeah, because you stink. But I stink. Okay, so the Vikings, we already kind of talked about them. They were hurt last year. I think guys returning. I think they're going to be good. I'm thinking 9, nine and 7, seven. Yeah. maybe even a stretch 10 and 6. And yeah. before getting to the Bears, maybe they, you know, they get into the playoffs one way or another. Let's sure. just say that. Dalvin Cook, if he gets all 16 games in Kyle Rudolph, I mean, still there. Fucking Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. Yep. Good Tread- defense. Laquan Treadwell. Burn. Did he get released? I don't think he's on the squad anymore. He got fucking cut. He's terrible. From Moni, Illinois. Yep. Hometown of Colin Patrick McGelgit. His favorite player. Um, and then there's the Lions where it's like, who the fuck cares? They can be threatening. Like They'll win a couple division games and fuck some of our team. Like, fuck right. players over maybe. Like, who yeah, they'll, they'll... But they're, they're going to finish 5-11 and 11 or 4-12. and 12. They, Like, uh, obviously live locally in Michigan. And the local radio, they're either... You know, 0-16, or they're 9-7, 10-6. I will say this. I drafted him yesterday in my fantasy draft. TJ Hawkinson, hot take of the season right now. I'm locking it in. Iowa tight TJ Hawkinson will win rookie of the year. Guaranteed. Uh, I don't know about that. He will. Lock it in right now, people. Listeners, lock it in. If you don't have him in fantasy, pick him up. You know what I say about that? Put him in. Flex, tight end. He's your guy. I'm telling you. Evan disagrees. Okay. All right. So that's the NFC North. So so you think uh, Bears are going to win it? It's going to be super close to the top. I think the Bears are going to win it. I think they got the hardest schedule. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's the best division in the NFL? It's definitely top three. Oh, jeez. NFC East is always fucking tough because those teams... NFC they beat South, up on each other, but right. the Redskins and the Giants really suck. True. NFC South's always... NFC South will be good, man. The, yeah. the Saints are obviously good. The Falcons are good. AFC West. Always. The best. AFC West the best. Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs. You think the Broncos are that good? I think the Broncos are either going to be 3-13 and 13 or 
10 and 6. It really all depends if Flacco even has a lick of talent left. What about the AFC North? Steelers, Ravens, Browns. Oh, dude. Bengals. So that's always just been a fucking division that's been a lock for the yeah. fucking... But now that the Browns... And who division. knows what's going on with... Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was The Ravens bad. were Pittsburgh pretty good last year. Pittsburgh was bad last year, and they went, what, 7-9? and nine? Yeah, the Ravens were good. They made the playoffs. They, that's actually really good. Yeah. I would have said the NFC South again, but... Or the AFC South again, but Andrew Luck had to Rest in peace. retire on us. And you want to know who's the favorite in that division now in Vegas? Don't say Tennessee. No, they're last. Houston? Jacksonville. No way. Yeah. I mean, two, Nick years Foles, ago, baby. two years ago, they were a few plays away from going to the Super Bowl. Literally, with yeah. Blake Bortles at, at quarterback, which is wild. Blake I, of the year, though. <laughs> copyright, copyright, but Blake of the year. Blake of the year? Copyrighted for Barstool Sports, but Blake of the year. Is that what it is? Yeah. They're talking about me. Yeah, so I got the Bears winning the division. I would say 10-6 and six is probably what I would have to wager my money on because of how hard their schedule is. Yeah. But I, I will. I want to say eleven and five. Okay. Um, I think Mitch is going to throw for thirty touchdowns this year. I think he's going to run for another three. I think he's going to throw for thirty-seven hundred-ish yards. I think he's going to throw about eleven picks. So, slight improvement on last year, but I'm also not going to put him in a top ten quarterback category, and he doesn't need to be there. No. He needs to be. Top 15, top 16 quarterback and take care of the fucking ball. He needs to be 15, I would say 20% better than he was last year. He's got to stay healthy, obviously. I would say that's about what I just put his stats Yeah, for at. sure. The defense is going to take the ball away 28 Do you think, do you think the away defense is uh, going to be as good as yes. they were last year? I, I, from what I've heard, the, the defense loves the new D court. Oh, yeah. What's loves Chuck. Yeah, Chucky. Chucky Pagano. Chuck Pagano. They love him. And so last year they took away, no, last year they took away 30, they had 30 takeaways. Okay. I'm going to go with 28. Vegas, I think, has them at 29 and a half. That's a lot. I'm going to go with, I think 28's a ton. 36 was the most in the NFL last year. That's what they had last year. The closest to them was the Rams at 30. Khalil Mack also missed two games. Khalil Mack's going to have 18 sacks. He had 12 and a half last year. His career high is 15. Forget who it was. Somebody was on ESPN a football analyst, football insider, and said they wouldn't be surprised if he broke the sack record this year. Huh. Which is a little bit pumping his tires. Of course. And I wouldn't go that far on record, but I'm going to say he has 18 sacks this year. This is this is a perfect uh, segue into what you're most excited about for the Bears season or what you're most looking forward to. It doesn't have to be what you're most excited about, but what is the storyline or thing for the Bears, you're looking so for. So it's tied. Most. It's tied. Okay. Well, it's tied three ways. Sure. Number Name one, them all. Number one is, like, I hate to be cliche, but, like, it's to watch Mitch. Mitch yeah, that's, has that's to me. get, he has, he does, like I said, he doesn't have to be the best quarterback or even a top ten quarterback, but he has to get better. He has to be more accurate on both short passes and balls 10 yards down the field. And throwing to the left side of the field. He has to be accurate. He can't throw the ball to the left side of the field. He has to not. I love that he can run the ball, but he can't. Get hurt. He can't escape too early. He's got to be more confident. Go through his progression. Uh, Uh, Second thing that I'm super excited about is straight up Khalil Mack. Watching him with a full-on training camp under his belt. Yeah. 
tied for second, so I'm going basically four, is okay. the development of Roquan Smith because I love sure. me a good set of Chicago Bears linebackers. Yeah. And then third is flat out just drinking every single Sunday for the first <laughs> games. I'm already texting. I'm already literally today. The game. The first game is like ten days away. I've already. I'm already texting people about tailgating next Thursday. Taking a half day at work. Tailgating starting at like two p.m. What are you most excited about? Good question. Definitely just seeing Mitch's progression. I have actually never been more excited for a football season in general in my life because I've never been more excited for Michigan football on Saturdays and on Sundays I've never been more excited to watch what the Bears have to offer this year especially Mitch's progression and also to see where Nagy progresses as a play caller last year uh, I know he won coach of the year but I honestly think he was he did a little overrated. Oh, that's a bunch of horseshit. His offense was very. I felt like it it underproduced when it needed to. How many is points it, did they score a game last year, though? How many points did they score a game? I actually was like trying to look that up, but there were points where it was like, dude, come on, like eighteen points in the playoff game at home. I mean, your kicker makes a field goal, you win the game. Yeah, but that's play. still fucking eighteen points. Okay, I'm think. gonna look at points per game. Sure. Chicago's was ninth in points per game last ninth. year. Okay. I wonder how many defensive points per game though they had. Exactly. That's a good. You got to take that into consideration. It probably wasn't. Probably three per game. It, it probably averaged two per game. Yeah, I don't even know how to find that. Either way, either way. I one thing that you said is interesting. You uh, said that you're more excited this season than for football head. than in your entire life. Yeah. I think that's standard across like people our age. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because I think we're just getting older. And life just gets shittier and yeah. shittier and shittier. Sure. And football is like the one bright spot that we look forward to. It's right. similar to me. Like, I am obsessed with golf right now. It's yeah. all I ever want to do. You only got I've a couple always, weeks left, baby. I've always liked playing golf. I've played golf since I was like 10. Right. With my dad. But I never like was that obsessed with it where if I didn't play on a weekend, I was like fiending. Sure. And it's just because my so life is just like... Work is just so shitty. It's by the and book. And it's all I do all the time. And it's yeah. like, okay, I need, like, golf and football to, like, do, to, like, right. enjoy my You weekends. need to uh, free your mind away from your standard wake up, go to work. Yeah. Go to sleep, wake up, go to work. Yeah. And we're so used to the past, what, eight months without football? We're just... Especially shitty NBA basketball. Yeah, especially if you're not the, an NBA the fan. The Hawks are not good this Evan year. Evan and I are not NBA guys. Although I will say I watch a lot of the playoffs. I do like to watch the playoffs, and I like the dynamic of basketball, but not the game. I like the... Uh, you like all the swaggy yeah, shit that I mean, goes on on the I, side. I, yeah, it's like a fucking... It's like a reality show. It's, it's been tough, man. And, and the Cubs have have been frustrating. Disappointing and, and like you had mentioned, I don't watch hockey, but you're a huge hockey guy, and the Hawks were the unwatchable. The Hawks have disappointed me for a couple years. Yeah. So, in essence, we haven't been happy been, with yeah. our sports teams or what we like to watch for sports in fucking eight, ten months. And wow. now that it... Since February? What's six. Six months. <laughs> I dropped out of college. Because I couldn't do math. <laughs> So we're just super excited. The thing is, though, like, I was back. saying how excited I was for the NFL and for college football in, like, June. And then I would stop myself. I'd be like, 
You gotta stop. Dude, it's literally still 58 degrees and raining. Like, we haven't even had summer yet. And, and then summer flew by, and now exist. football's almost here. Didn't exist. And I can't even wait five more seconds. Same. And I will say, I don't care how horrible the Florida State or the Florida Miami game was. Game was horrendous. But the fact that it counted, fucking blew. I I blew my load three times during that game. Three times. Three times. And also the Hawaii Arizona game. Just the that just the the whole fact of it being back. Everything. Week zero, whatever. Terrible football. It mattered. It counted towards their records, their statistics, their career stats. Football is back, it's baby. Back. It's back. And guess what? Biggest worry. What are you most? Wor- I don't think I finished my fucking statement. You said Mitch. Mitch. I yes, and I said also uh, Matt Nagy. You know what? I think it correlates with this. It's a nice segue. Go ahead with your biggest worry for the Bears. Oh man! I don't, actually, you know what? I hate doing cliche this, this, shit here. This is actually—it's actually super tough. Outside of the kicker stuff, super tough question to answer. Not really. You don't the think kicker so? Kicker is cliche, but the kicker does worry the shit. Sure. Out of me because in in so so mine go hand in hand. All right. My biggest worry is that we play a first place schedule. schedule. Yeah. Luckily, we've got four of those games at home, mm-hmm. so that is my biggest worry. And to add to that worry, in those tough ass games, they're gonna a couple of them are gonna come down to kicking. Sure. And I just pray to God that Eddie Pinheiro can kick field goals for a living. He's obviously as, he's, as we pay him. He's to the do. guy, right? He's the guy. He made a fifty eighth yarder on uh, Saturday. Nailed it. Albeit in a dome, and he maybe cleared it by two yards. Fifty eight yards is still fifty eight's fifty eight. Right. So. The Bears better be bringing him down to Soldier Field every rainy day sure right now do. and every windy night. It's, it's, I think it's, and, Nag, it's Nagy's nightmare. And I'm just I think a little bit day. nervous that it took us this long to find a kicker. Nobody knows this kicker. And we've got the hardest schedule in the NFL, apparently, sure. on paper. Yeah. A lot of those games could come down to a field goal, and we may not be prepared. Sure. I honestly think that's going to be a non-story. I think they're going to be fine. They put so much emphasis into that this offseason that I think he's going to be battle-tested. They put him, They put those kickers through fucking hell. Did they not? They were cutting dudes. They were having the same field goal fucking. Cody Parkey was A lot of pressure. Yeah, they were in a lot of pressure. I think they've already been enduring that all offseason, and he's been hammering in fucking preseason. My biggest worry... Is Matt Nagy's second year? Okay, so like I said earlier, I think that he was a little overrated last year. So I think that now that the fact that he has a full year on tape, how does he rebuttal? Does he add new concepts? Does he add? Does he have new wrinkles? Is he going to have addition to his offense that he showed us last year? Because at points last year, there were times where they couldn't score more than fucking seventeen points. Granted, it's the NFL, but if you're winning Coach of the Year as an offensive guru. And you're only scoring 18 points in a playoff game at home. There were games last year where it was like, you're being too cute. Specifically, his two-point conversion plays. Why are you putting Khalil Mack? Run a fucking play. Run a play. Run a real play. Don't bring Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson out for a two-point conversion. This is the season. What are you doing? Fucking handoff. So, again, I go back to the Bears were top 10 points per game. Sure. I would agree that he gets... Way too cute on a lot of plays. 
But in the, what in I'm the saying, playoff, my biggest in worry... Playoff, in the playoff game, Jordan Howard was averaging like close to five yards a carry. And they just... And they gave him the ball three or exactly. four times. They fucking abandoned the running game. He gets he, really, really caught up in on tunnel vision passing on the ball and 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 really dynamic plays right at times so, sometimes in the nfl in today's world believe it or not you can still run the ball down somebody's throat of course and pick up three to four yards and it'll be effective according to our sources aka espn radio Nagy's weekly game plan was always centered around a different receiver. This week it's going to be Taylor Gabriel. This week it's going to be Trey Burton. This is going to be Allen Robinson. Did you, have you heard this? So he always had, it's going to be, you know, pushed towards a specific player. And I think he gets tunnel visioned towards that, at least last year it seemed like it, to the point where it was detrimental to his overall performance as a play caller and his offensive output for that particular game. Now, like I said, he's got a full fucking season of tape out there. Quality defensive coordinators, which are littered throughout the NFC North and throughout the NFL, they could be picking up on his tendencies. Does he switch up his concepts? Does he switch up his play calling ability? Does he switch up how he play, calls plays, his fucking packages? That is my biggest worry, is Nagy's offensive scheme slash I'm not even worried about him. You're not. I'm completely sold on the guy right now until he proves me wrong. Sure. The one thing that we should all be worried he, about he, is the uncontrollable, which is injuries. And of course, you had no injuries last year. Of course, and that could really and, turn you in from an eleven and five team and the entire to an eight and eight team. And we didn't even mention that the the entire NFC North was just riddled with injuries last year, and also had probably the most down year ever. NFL stories. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. He's dead. Rest what are your peace. thoughts about him? What are your thoughts on that? It was wild to me when I saw him. I remember I texted I mean, you. it was straight up the most... I, I thought everybody was, like, pulling the wool. Because I, te- I literally just opened up Twitter at the exact moment that Andrew Luck fucking... Or, I'm sorry, Adam Schefter tweeted it. It was literally, I think, it 17 seconds ago. And I was like, holy fuck. And I sent it to you instantly. I go, Andrew Luck retired. And you, and you texted me back, no shot. And I sent you the tweet. And you said, oh, fuck. Yeah. And it I'm, was wild, and I was with a, I was in a house full of guys on this golf trip, and I was like the first one to know. I kind of felt so sweet. I was like, <laughs> You're I was, welcome. I was breaking news, dude. Yeah, that's and I felt and too. nobody like believed me, and then like all of a sudden we were like watching it on TV, and it was just like wild. So I was shocked by it. Like, what do you, do you agree? Do you disagree with him? Like, what are your thoughts? Oh, I'm fucking fully on board with him, dude. If you if you watch Andrew Luck play football since Stanford, he's always been putting his body on the line every single play. And every player in the NFL does. Right. But he, there's, there's there's no denying that the Colts did him zero favors since getting drafted. Zero. To support him. Right. And he's gotten his ass kicked time and time again. Well, we won't get deep into this, but I will ask you this. If you were in the stands... I would not have booed. Are you serious? Okay. Would not have booed. And you found out that, you Mitch, heard, that Mitch retired mid-game of I the I would not have I wouldn't either. Have you heard some of the conspiracy theories on it, though? I mean, I had my own. But so a lot of people have said that the reason that the Colts are paying them, him the money is because apparently he's known that he was going to do this since March. Okay. And when when do season ticket Ooh. money? When does season ticket? When is season ticket money due? It's due July August. Sure. So the Colts 
basically cut a deal. I've heard that. Huh. I've heard various things, and they all make sense. I don't really know which one I believe or if I believe any of them. I mean, at That's a certain point, you could, you could come up with conspiracy theories. My conspiracy theory was that he popped his Achilles because he had a low ankle or low calf, high ankle sprain. And I thought that he uh, fucking the training staff. I do Kevin hate like the, him. I do hate like the hardos. But then he was just walking off. I, I hate the hardos on Twitter that like are like like Dan Dockich. I mean like that's been going on all day. He he was on Waddle and Sylvie today and tried to defend himself. I do not like Dan Dockich. Stinks. And um, for him to like literally send his tweet that says like I have family that work in steel mills, yeah, teachers, right, right, police. Right. Right. They're way more tired than you and they make way less money than you. It's like, cool, Dan. Like, shut the fuck up. Right. Nobody cares. Literally. And did you know Dan Dockich when he got hired at West Virginia? He went that into one? that story. He yeah. went into it and did said... Did he talk about it? He said that that wasn't accurately depicted, that the president of the... He uncovered a lot of shit sure. at West Virginia right. about them basically giving players grades for classes that they sure. weren't taking giving them money illegal, illegal activities illegal that activities could lead to and when he confronted the university about it cuz that was on his legal pad all the shit that right. was wrong and when he confronted the university about it the president basically said I will end you and your family huh and that's what he said today I don't really care what he says like I just don't like the guy so yeah, he's a fucking either player. way but anyways so that's so yeah that's that's basically the only NFL news right now right yeah. cuz the preseason's uh, been a joke let me tell you one thing about NFL news and the preseason that I think Needs to go the fuck away. Tell us, dude. When you go... So, this year, I got to buy Bears tickets a little bit earlier than they went on sale to the public. However many regular season games you buy, tickets. Mm -hmm. So, I bought four total tickets for the whole season. Two games to one game, two games to another. Two tickets to one game, two tickets to another game. You have to buy that many tickets to the preseason. If you're going to keep fucking doing that, you better acquire certain amount of playing time. Sure. Because I, and they, they, they're not cheap. They're, it's $80 to go to a preseason Bears game. Right? And they don't play anybody. No. Dude, the, Dan Vasco could be playing. <laughs> they literally did not play a starter. They, so I went, not, week, not, I went week one. Offensive starter, right? I went week one. Mitchell Trubisky played a series. Did he? the ball three okay. times. Uh, Javon Wims played. Roquan Smith actually played. And then after week one, nobody's played. Don't sell. I don't really care what, what do you, you do with your preseason strategy, but don't sell me tickets. Don't did, require that I buy tickets. Did you hear? That's that's terrible. And that goes and piggybacks are on the joke of Andrew Luck, them prolonging him mm-hmm. for the fucking capitalism, it's all about baby. The money, man. Fuck it. But I'll say this: Did you hear the report that the NFL is looking into potentially taking a game away from the preseason, but adding a new playoff team? So you'd have another week of playoff. In the in the wild card team, so they'd add, so there'd be seven teams per yeah conference. Yeah, how do you do seven teams? or eight, whatever? Eight. But yeah, so three play or three preseason games, and then another team per conference or two more teams per conference make the playoffs. Yeah, so there'd be there'd be two weeks of wild card. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! No, no, it would be one week of wild card, but Friday, Saturday, two games. Sweet. Yeah, I'm down I would with that. Love that. And I think all the players... I mean, I'm down with them just removing preseason, even if they add nothing. Sure. It doesn't need to be a give and take for me. You can just literally take the preseason from me and give me back the rest of my life. I think it needs to be three games, maybe two, and it's just all rookies trying to win a spot. Fine. Right? Just don't market it to me like it's meaningful. Right. You know, I also watch Hard Knocks. For sure. I'll always watch Hard Knocks. 
Fuck yeah. They could just easily move Hard Knocks up to the regular season. Sure. Maybe teams wouldn't allow them in their locker room. I don't know. No, they would not. We're going to talk about college football for three seconds. What do you think Notre Dame does this year? Ian Book's back. 11-1. and 11-1. Who do they lose to? Georgia on the road. Week two? Three. Week three? I think Michigan has t- two outcomes. 10-3? and 10-3, and three, they lose to Ohio State, and they lose the bowl game. 11-2, and two, they beat Ohio State. They lose in the college football playoff. Wait, what was your 10-3? and three? You only named two losses. I only, I only named one. I, I kept one loss out of each of them. I think they lose to Notre Dame each of the, in each of my scenarios. You do? You yeah. think that they lose to Notre Dame? Yeah. So but that's I fine think, because it's, a, it's not a fucking conference. So I think they lose to Notre Dame, but I'm being biased. I think I think I'm allowing my bias. I'm I am I am self-aware that I'm allowing my bias to cloud my judgment. So, I actually think that they will probably I actually think that Notre Dame will probably go into the big house and lose. Yeah, I think it's going to be I think for a fact we lose at Georgia week 3. It's at Georgia? Yeah. It's going to be a night game. Uh, SEC. Yeah, definitely. Uh it's probably not even on the bill yet. So, ah, it is night game 7 p.m. Michigan, Notre Dame, still TBA. Evan and I and Blake Randolph are oh, we're going. potentially going to attend. Pretend. We're not potentially. We're going to go. We're going. Uh, so they may not play again until 2030. There's not a chance to really play until 2030. So if we do not go to this game, the next time we go see Michigan, Notre Dame play live, we will be 40 years old. It would be a nice 40th birthday It would be great. But we're going. It would be great. We're going to go. It doesn't matter how much... Like we said earlier, I will pay. I was gonna buy the tickets for three hundred twenty-eight dollars a piece this week, and Blake and Evan both, who are avid game attenders, and I listen to their fucking opinions. Prices will drop, but I was ready to buy Price them just will to drop have them. Week of the game, man. The reason why I want to fucking buy them is because last year your boy got tickets to Notre Dame, Michigan at Notre Dame Stadium two months early, a week before the game. Guess who found out they were fake? Your boy. I do not want to not go to the game again. We're getting tickets. Didn't you guys order them on Craigslist? I c- well, there's your first one. I got them through a certain group of twins that went to Chris Lake South High School that told me they had available tickets that and I paid them, them. That got them through a, a dude who got them through something. But the funny thing is the woman who sold the tickets to this person who knew this set of twins actually got indicted and was on the news in Ohio and I got sent the news story. So Did you get sent your money back? No, I could well, care less about the money. I was just pissed so I was way, just we're, pissed we're that I wasn't able to we're, we're go see the game. game. Evan, anything you want to wrap up with? Go Bears. We gotta make our picks, you dumbass. Oh shit. That's a great way to end it. Alright. So we're gonna rally them off. I'll start. Okay. Packers, week one at home. Bears win 24-17. I'll take Bears, 31-20. Uh, week two at Broncos. Bears win 17-14. Close game. 17-14 at Broncos. Yep. I think they go into mile high and they win 28-10. Dude, I don't think the Broncos are very good. That's tough. Okay. Uh, week three at Redskins, Monday Night Football. We go in there and beat the living shit out of them. 28-13. 2813. Ooh. I hope that registered. I'm gonna EQ the shit out of that. 
I will take the Bears 27, 27-17. And then week four. Week four at home versus the Vikings. Yeah. I'll be there. Bears win. Twenty-eight to seventeen. You know what? I'll play contrarian here because we have the same picks. I'll take the Vikes. Seventeen to ten. Wow! So you're saying the Vikings shut the Bears' offense down? Yeah. Okay. And that's it, boys. That's it. And ladies. Go Bears. A bunch of ladies. Tune listeners. in after week between weeks four and five. Yeah. For our second installment. You're welcome Bruce for this. Bears. You're you're welcome for this live version of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, live version. Live version typically won't happen unless we can fit one in over the holiday season. We could. I'll probably be home. But yeah, thanks for listening. Go White Sox. Go Bears. Go Blue. Fuck the Cubs. What? Just kidding, guys. Go Cubs. Go Bears. <laughs>